Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy. Be Monday. I'm sitting in a very comfortable chair. You are. It does look comfortable. It's I will give really you that. really comfy. This will not be my permanent chair, but I'm sitting in it today. It's okay. We're testing things out right now. Right now, I'm continuing to test out the floor. You know, I love a floor moment. And then eventually, um, we'll have something different. When you... <laughs> When you um posted the screenshot of us with black girls texting on Sunday, I, I reposted it on my story and Caitlin texted me and she was like, are you sitting on the floor? And I was like, yeah. She was like, weirdo. Like, how rude. I wouldn't have even noticed. There are some things that I recognize right? not like, observing in at all. <laughs> like one, why did you notice that? Two, why did it bother you? I know. Like, what what is it about that? I love sitting on the floor. Yeah, I really do too. It's As long as I... I don't know if I have bad circulation or something, but I do frequently have like my nim my nims? No, my limbs get numb. <laughs> oh, my feet fall asleep all the time. Yeah. And it's so awful because you you really, really want to like make it stop, but you don't know how. And it's, you can't. I, and it's such a terrible feeling. It really is. It's a little worse. But anyway, speaking of um, that screenshot, last Thursday, we had the incredible women from the Black Girls Texting podcast on the show. And I know we like kind of say this all the time. And maybe we're a little biased, but like, I feel like it was like one of my favorite episodes that we've done in a long time. And I know, I know that we like often say that, but really this episode was like really, really fun. And I think unbelievably like helpful and useful. Definitely. It was, it was really, really valuable. And it, it really felt like it flowed like a genuine conversation. Like, of course we've watched the girls stuff. We've, you know, we have an idea of some of their conversations and whatnot, but we've never met them. And that's so cool about the show is like, we literally, like, I think about it when it comes to, um, the skin deep girls that we had on or the skin deep game or just vulnerable questions in general. I'm like, no matter if we know of these people, we don't know them (laughs) and they come on our show. Yeah. And these girls, so like, true. oh my gosh, first of all, I just like love their vibe. They were so honest with us. And they just, I really think we talked about some things on such a, like I'm saying real and we're always real, but it was just like very casual. Like it just felt very yeah. like lonely and um, a lot of stuff that I think in your twenties, as always, like we don't talk about that much. So yeah. I, de- I definitely got a lot out of it and I really enjoyed it. And I felt very present during it. And I don't always feel that. And it's unrelated to the guests usually, but it's actually never related to the guests. It's my own self. But I did feel very present and engaged throughout just like what they were saying. Like I was very invested in what they had to say. Yeah, they were so, so unbelievably real and raw and honest. Like if they were like, we don't know, they were like, we don't know. Like we're figuring that out too. And like, I think that that is one of the like really fun and unique things about what we get to do is that like we're figuring it out all together like we're not going in all the time to get the answer it's like uh how do you feel about this like I don't know maybe this will work I don't know like and getting to have that like camaraderie of like okay we're a bunch of women in our 20s 30 like figuring it out because there's not always like black and white answers for every you know obstacle or question and the best thing 
to do is like have a group of friends that you can figure it out with. Yeah, for sure. So that episode is incredible. I hope everyone liked it. We're going to be diving into more friendship things, friendship topics. But before we do that, it's time for product. Um, I just sneezed. I loved it, but I just sneezed and a little pee came out and I don't understand. Oh, you're not doing pelvic floor exercises, clearly. I guess I'm not. I just, like, I'm so confused. That was so weird. I'm so um, sorry. Do you need to use the facilities? No, it was just very little. <laughs> but I just, like, wasn't expecting it. Um, wow. Yeah, I get the most powerful sneeze. Do you kind um, of, like, 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 so sorry to interrupt your pride, okay. but, like, do you kind of, like, like the feeling of sneezing? I don't think I've ever I, like, about- really like the feeling of sneezing. Do you? Okay, you know what? Then I honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't think I do because I think I'm always caught off guard by it. And sometimes if it's an immediate, like intense sneeze, hmm, unsure. I don't like the buildup. Like the yeah, buildup like smells good. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like those fucking <laughs> suck. And when somebody can put their finger like under your nose, I hate when people do that shit. Oh, who does that? Always does it. Like when they when you do that and then you don't sneeze. And oh, you that's, that's, that's honestly the rudest thing. I've it's ever. honestly toxic. That's like literally abuse. It's abuse. That's so mean. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed if someone stopped my sneeze. Oh my because God. Because then it's just left tingling in your nose and it's horrible. Yes. It's horrible, but tell me more about how you like sneezes. Like it's pleasurable to you? <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, okay, this is taken engaged- out of hand. Well, no, because I think like it engages similar things. That's what Does I have- it. I feel like I feel like okay. So I hate the buildup. Buildup is terrible. But like once you sneeze, like it feels like a release. Yeah. No, it does. It's 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 right? a, like relief. Yeah. I and still I kind don't of feel like-, like. I feel like. I think I like made this up in my brain. But like you know, like on the magic school bus, how like Brenda <laughs> doesn't know where this is going. Um, like in like an episode of the magic school bus, like I feel like there was one episode one time when I was a child where they like were like inside someone's like nasal cavity and they sneezed and like the bus like came out of the nose. Wait, then- I don't know if that was the magic school bus. Why do I feel like that was Dexter's laboratory? No, no, this was definitely magic school bus. I know for a fact. You know, I have like very like no, no. memories or except for Sponge some Bob. very vivid ones. Or SpongeBob. No, no. It was like <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. It was magic school bus, I promise. And then so they came out of the nose, and like whenever I sneeze, I like picture that. Like I have like a vivid flash memory of that, and it makes me feel like I'm like releasing like toxins from my body. I really I literally think it's Spongebob. No, it's Magic School Bus. Maybe Spongebob had done a similar thing. But oh, what, I'm re- what I'm referring to is an episode of Magic School Bus. What would that even be under? Like Magic School Bus sneezing. Yeah, like sneezing wow. episode or like navel, nasal cavity or like oh inside God. the human body. Did you find it? I, I mean, this isn't it, but Carlos gets the sneeze. Can we do a poll about I do you find sneezing pleasurable? Yes or no? Yes. You got, I will have to remember, but like, look. Carlos sneeze- gets the sneezes, magic school bus rides again. I told you. Okay, well now we're gonna. I, I don't know why you didn't believe me. I guess I've never seen it. I don't you know. You know that I have no memories except for some r- few very random vivid <laughs> ones. Oh, fine. I just feel like I remember plankton or something. Coming out of a nostril? Yeah, like Squidward's nostril or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Perhaps. 
Hmm. Nothing's coming up, but it did come up right away when you typed Magic School Bus. So it really did. Okay. Well, we'll get back to you. If there's any other shows that you guys have come across where somebody gets sneezed out of a nostril, let us know. <laughs> let us know. Yeah. No, we need to do a poll now. Do you find sneezing pleasurable? Because I need to know if I'm alone. I would love to know because I feel like that's definitely not uncommon. You think? Yeah, because I I really do think you, depending on the level of sneeze, I do think you engage similar muscles. Well, so I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. But yeah, so so I I always envision the magic school bus, and I just think I'm like releasing like the tiny humans that might be inside my body. Yeah, I get it. And you know what? Hey, tiny humans. Hey. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So sorry to interrupt. Back to your pride. No, that's okay. My pride. Um, my pride this week is that I feel um like I'm just taking on a lot of opportunities, saying yes to a lot of things, and it feels really good because I think a lot of times I crave certainty, and I think a lot of the things I'm saying yes to don't have much certainty at all. Um, but they are expanding my creativity, and it's something that I realize more and more I've really been missing in my life, and I feel like creativity at least in the ways I'm exploring it now is something that like makes me think that the more that you engage in it the more you can feel of it to an extent at least for me just because I my brain isn't in that world often and it's really cool and I think sometimes I'm almost so taken back because with our show and just with anything creative I've ever done I've always worked in something pretty different at the same time Mm -hmm. so I'm almost like I feel stupid but I'm almost like very inspired and excited by the idea that like people can actually have jobs that are full-time in creative spaces I've always known that but I've never attributed that for myself so that's cool and then my pickle my pickle is that um I've had muffin for a little while now and I definitely am like it's making me definitely want a dog Mm. and I know it's like a lot not realistic right now just because I don't know, unless I like work from home, it just wouldn't be doable for us. Plus, obviously, as Julia knows all too well, it's expensive and um, obviously consuming and all the things. But I will say it's like a I've gained a love for my dog that I didn't know was existed. (laughs) Oh, my God, that makes my heart so happy. (laughs) And I really mean it. And it's also like like I there is something I literally said to Chris like a couple minutes ago. I was like, when you get home. And I wake up and I see you go to Muffin's bed and just like say hello to her and boop her on the nose. I'm like, I want to combust into like a million pieces. Like it's so beautiful to me. Oh, it makes it's my so heart so beautiful. Happy. I love seeing people love ghosts. Like it's oh, so beautiful. Oh, so yeah, that's that's the pick. So cute. Yeah, I was, there are a lot of responsibility, but they're really worth it. I'm yeah, like I'm certain. I feel like right now it it does feel like different just because I'm like I take muffin to work with me, which like yeah. I don't think I would do with like another dog. No. Um and like it it just feels a little bit different, but I'm certain it would be so worth it. I feel like once we get stuff like financially sorted out a little bit better and I don't know, maybe feel like do we have like a better space for a dog to be super safe in here, then we'll probably consider it, but not yet. And I was also asked to eat a pickle live on the show at some point. So we'll have to figure that out. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Can we do it next week? We can. Oh my God. And I accidentally said, I was like, what kind of pickle? Like, and I meant to say, oh, they, they want a specific one, a specific dill. type. I was gherkin. Oh, a dill pickle. A dill pickle. And I was like, oh, from a can. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I meant a jar. I meant a jar. 
Oh my god. Yeah, Did not good. No, a jar. Wow. This is very exciting. I'm I'm so excited. I gotta remember because I can't tell you I've ever gone and been like, I'm gonna go buy a pickle. So well, now, you, now you have to. We'll see. Your turn. So my pride and my pickle are I feel like are like a like a combined combo. And they kind of also feed into the topic of our episode, which is like friendships. So I'll start with the the pickle and I'll do the pride. So my pickle is that I've been having a really hard time like finding time to like FaceTime or like talk on the phone for like a duration of time with like my East Coast people that I love, both friends and family, just because the the time difference, like it's like really weird to like at the time where people on the East Coast would be like ready to talk, like I'm like in the middle of the day. And by the time I'm ready to talk, they're like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. So it's like been really, really hard for me to, um, and then like the weekends are always hard because I feel like my plans are always like changing and like, usually have like plans in advance on the weekend and like people come into town all the time in LA like almost every weekend like someone has been visiting and I like can't be like okay I'm gonna go like talk on the phone for an hour with my friend like bye um so I've been finding it really 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 hard to like make time for that that is like not intrusive to like my time or or people that I love's time and so that's been definitely like weighing on me because I like love like my people on the east coast and I want you know quality time to like sit face to face and talk but like in order to do that you really kind of need like an hour or an hour and a half like to like feel like you got good quality time so but I've definitely been struggling with that and I owe like so many people phone calls who who and like oh is the wrong word because like I want to talk to them like I can't wait I miss them I want to hear about their lives like I want to see their faces but I've just been struggling with that and like finding time for it so which which I'm just gonna like try to do uh, be a little bit better about like like actually like scheduling it and putting it in my calendar so that like it's like there like a play date or like you would like if you were going to hang out with someone and just know that like okay like that day I'll like rearrange my schedule around that call because it is just as important as anything else but probably part about it is that like after our show with the girls last Thursday how we were talking about communicating to people and just like letting people know today this morning I just for like a few people a bunch of people that I like owe phone calls to I just sent voice notes to and I was just like hi like I just want you to know that like I really love you and I really miss you and I can't wait to talk to you and like I know that I owe you a phone call and like we're going to schedule that and just like doing that part like lifted such a weight off of me because I, it was weighing on me because I was like I feel like I'm being a bad friend like I know I need to make this time and I want to make this time so like it was one of the tips that we talked about in the show about like communicating with friendship and like using it for myself like it really works because I feel like a lot better about it and also than the people and the, on the receiving end everyone was like like thanks for letting me know like I love you so much like I can't wait yeah. and it just like removes that like unsaid pressure of like what I'm feeling and then they're feeling like oh well, like why isn't Julia call me and just putting that like little piece of communication into it like really does make such a difference even though I think my hesitation was like oh well like this is like not good enough so why mm-hmm. bother yeah but it is good enough because you're communicating yeah for sure and I think it's really easy like in so many ways when you're somebody that like wants to give a lot to people that she loves I think that when you do right and I want to like be able to talk and like give my full attention and like do it for an hour and like anything else feels like not good enough totally but I feel like I'm, I'm really glad that you that you did that because I think it's really easy to either for yourself like shame yourself or feel 
shitty like you could be doing more or something like that but I think on the receiving end of something like that like just to there are so many things and I think so many opportunities where people logically know something like they can logically know that you love them and care for them but for them to just hear it and like be reminded yeah. it's never gonna fail you you know it's never gonna like, fail you it's so it's never, important yeah and it's never like I don't know like that that to me like it's it's funny because I feel like I I've been trying to think in so much more of like an all or something mentality because I am, I have a tendency sometimes to be very all or nothing and be like, oh, well, if I can't give it my all, then it's not enough or it's not worth it. But now I've just been like to give something, to show something. To, and that goes in my own personal day-to-day habits and also to my people or whatever. Like even right before Julia and I hopped on uh, to record, like I knew my mom was getting home and I was like, okay. I know we're not going to get to talk for an hour, but I called her for literally five minutes. I was like, hey, just wanted to check in. I'm about to podcast. I just want to say I love you. And she had some interviews this week. And I was just like, you're brave. You're smart. Um, and you got this. And it just like little things like that to show people that you love them and are thinking of them, I think goes such a long way. Yeah. Or else it's so easy to make up stories on both ends, whether yeah. you are like on the receiving end of something and you're like, oh, they're not thinking of me. They forgot about me. I'm not important. Whereas on the other end, it's like, oh, I mean, I'm a bad friend, blah, 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 or, or both ways. So it, yeah. it makes No, and that's something that I definitely want to improve on because my it's because I'm thinking about it all the time. Like I'm thinking about my friends and who I want to talk to and what who I owe like time to literally all day long. And usually I just don't say anything about it. And it's just like weighing on me because I think that it's I had this like made up thought in my head that it wasn't good enough. But, like, it is a step, and, like, that's something that I definitely want to be better about and, like, have now seen it with practice that, like, it makes both people feel much better. Like, that little piece goes a long way. And, yeah, of course, like, you can't do that forever. Like, of course, you, like, finally, like, you know, need to make space and time for the people that are important to you. But life is hard and life happens and, like, things are going on and we're not always totally in control of our schedule. So that little piece does really go a long way. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. I think it makes such a big difference and it's it's becomes appreciated and I think on the end of people who might be feeling like silly like I know there have totally been moments in life many times where I've been like I should know this like I shouldn't have to hear it right like I shouldn't have to hear it again from someone or ask to be told or something I don't know whatever in whatever realm but like it does go along I think it's the same way as like romantic relationships like I think the way that I like need certain things or desire certain things is different but like no matter how many times you know, I'm told I really appreciate you by Chris. Like I, I could hear that a million times and it still always rings the same. And I think that over time in the same way, like how people say that like in marriages and whatnot, like, I don't know, you stop saying thank you over time for things that you should just kind of know that people are grateful for. But in reality, like it still feels so good to, to be told, even if it's something you should know. It's such a good, it's such a good example of it. Like the thank you thing, because it's just so true. Like, and and how much better would people feel if like, it's like, and it takes one second, like it takes one second oh, to say like, yeah. oh, I really appreciate that. Or I appreciate you. Or like, I'm thinking about you. Like it goes a long, long way. And it's so easy to do. We just, for like, I think we just, I, at least for me, sometimes I feel like, oh, it's not good enough or it's not big enough. But like, yeah. that is so ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. So, what were the other things that stood out to you from that conversation or things you wanted to talk about in relation to? Yeah, I wanted to, I mean, so many things stood out. I think that we really hit like a lot of incredible, incredible points. And the girls gave like a lot of amazing tips and examples and stories about, you know, how to navigate friendships because it is hard. And like, as we get older, like time becomes more sparse in terms of like free time because we have like all these fucking responsibilities while being old is hard 
But I wanted to know one of the questions we asked the girls was, what do you think are some things that make really like a tribute to really strong friendships? And I would love to hear your list of like, what do you think are some key components to maintaining strong, positive friendships? Yeah. Well, I think what you mentioned before is, is huge for me. Communication, I think is really huge. And it sounds like such a like annoying buzzword, but I really think that like often we have this notion that like, if we've been, and I come across this myself that like, oh, well, like they know me, they know I'm thinking this, or they know, like, I think when we, when we have such deep friendships, it's very easy to just be like, oh, they've got to know what's going on in my brain without even like processing it ourselves. hundred percent. Anyway, with that, like, I feel like just communicating in general is so valuable to me. Um, and vulnerability for sure. That's definitely, I think been a more recent one since we started the show. I didn't realize how important it is to me to feel like people in my life are being transparent. And I don't think it's because I feel like they should be. I think it's something about like within myself, something that I hope to, because it's so important to me for people to confide in me and to, um, just be able to hold space for people and really make them feel understood. I, I almost attribute sometimes that if people out of all people in the world and out of all of our friendships don't decide that they want to be vulnerable with me, I feel like I almost take it as like a failure of sorts. Like, oh, I didn't cultivate a safe enough space mm-hmm. um, for people to share that stuff. And I think also it's just easy to tell nowadays for me, at least, I don't know if it's because we're very intuitive or empathetic or what it is, but I feel like now I just am so much more connected to like deep friendships. And that's not to say that I don't like joking around or having like more surface level, like catch-ups and when of course I do. Um, and I love being silly and goofy and all the things, but I think I do on another realm of things really appreciate when people like tear down their walls versus feeling like people are like constantly putting on a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely also, I guess going off of the silly thing, I really love like having people in my life that like make me feel like a kid again. Yeah. Um, like, like it really might embrace the play or laughter or all that stuff. And I guess that feeling of people that like, no matter where you are, or how long you see them or whatever, that they would drop anything for you. If you really needed them right now that they should rearrange their lives all the time. But I really value when people really make you feel like they have your back and, and mean it. Yeah. Yeah. This is just some. What about you? Those are all great ones. I mean, I second, I second all of those. I think something else is like, we, like we said this on the show, like respecting people's boundaries and like being, you know, just respectful of like people's time and place and boundaries and like in a way that is like, I hear you, you hear me kind of thing. And like that being a two-way street, like that can't be a one-way street. That has to be a two-way street. And yeah, I think like communication is I mean, in any relationship, romantic relationship, friend relationship, especially the deeper ones, like it's so important. And it's important to like, in a way too, of like managing expectations of like, what do you need from me? And what do I need from you? And like, when you have that like open channel, it just makes everything easier. And there was one, oh, there was one that was really important to me that I, well, I think something really important in a friendship is like really wanting the best for the other person. Like really unbiasedly, unselfishly wanting the best for that other person. And I think that goes for romantic relationships too, because Mm. I mean, we talk about comparison and jealousy all the time. And yes, those feelings are so real, but it is so important to really want the best for your people 
and to surround yourself with people that really want the best for you. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that that's sometimes hard to come by. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And that's a, definitely an interesting one. I think it's, it can be hard because a lot of times I think things can be so easily misinterpreted. Like obviously we're all walking projections and it's oh, yeah. so easy to like misinterpret comments or misinterpret statements or misinterpret something simple just based on our own like either insecurities or feelings or whatever we all do it constantly without even realizing it um but I agree with you and I think it's I saw it a while ago and I probably already said it on the show but there's something about um like surrounding yourself with people that like would just shout your name at any opportunity like there were some jobs oh, I that I love that I yeah and like I just saw and and like that's without expecting anything in return and I really do believe that we have a lot of people in our circle that we're very lucky to have that I just know very selflessly would you know say oh you know what like I I actually know someone that is so skilled at this and like I really think you should give them a shot and I can say that so confidently and with such conviction that I really do think we have a lot of people that would would do that and it, it is just hard just being happy for like people's wins like when someone is like when someone that your friend that you love is winning like being genuinely happy for them because like that's like that's your person and like you like or your people you know your people and like that to to be able to be unselfish in that moment and really like celebrate people and want the best for them I just think is like a really those are the type of people that I want to surround myself with yeah like, you yeah. know because that's what I want from them. And that's what I want to do for them. Because for sure. we're all better. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it's a really cool feeling to feel that from people in your life and like to see it firsthand because it's yeah. very, I think, especially in your 20s to compare yeah. um, and to have a victim type of mentality of like, why not me? Even if you'd love someone deeply, I think sometimes it's the automatic like impulse response can be damn, like I kind of want that oh, yeah. um, no matter how much you love people. So I really think it's so cool to see that come out into play where it's like you know what they're still figuring their shit out too because we all are and they're still happy for me and cheering me on and that's a really cool feeling mm-hmm. so anyway back to you bud um was there anything that particularly that particularly stood out to you that you wanted to touch on or anything that you felt like we didn't dive into enough in terms of friendships that hmm. that you wanted to touch on I think just overall remembering that we're all different which feels like a simple statement but I feel like it all really does come back to communicating in the sense of something that's so big for me is a lot of times like we can be thinking one way and somebody else could not have that intention whatsoever. Mm. And it's really easy. I mentioned it on the show that we did with them in terms of like love languages that sometimes we just like assume that if something is happening less or happening more that there's like a deeper meaning to it when in reality, like there really might not be like it just might be the natural flow of things and that communicating either when something feels off or when something's bothering us or um, when and I think sometimes we don't tend to communicate stuff right away because we haven't fully processed things yet. For sure. Um, but I think I've learned now more than ever, especially when people know that you're coming from a really good place, that sometimes the second that you feel something, just being like, hey, you know what? I kind of felt this way in this moment. Yeah. Um, like, how, what, what do you think? Or I just wanted to bring that up to you. Like, or because we've cultivated such a strong relationship, I wanted to blank. Like, mm. um, and I think that that's super helpful because I, obviously we're all human beings and all yeah. react differently when it comes to, um, like any accusations or whatever. Um, and I feel like that comes in romantic relationships. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So anyway, with all that being said, just I think it comes back down to like vulnerability and honesty and really leading with a lot of care and love. Yeah. Um, 
but I just, I don't know. Overall, I think they provided such valuable things and the more honest we're able to be about how we're feeling, the more I think people in our lives are able to kind of cultivate the type of ways to like meet our needs in a way that isn't like sacrificing their own. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. What was that for? I don't know. Ashley just says it all the time. That's That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was such a helpful episode in terms of all the different facets of navigating friendships, like friendship breakups, what making new friends. And Mm. I really love I really love what the girl said about how you can really like discover parts of yourself through different friendships. Mm, yeah. And I just think that that is so cool and so beautiful that we get to like make connections in our life that help us discover ourselves more and help us like bring out parts of ourselves more that maybe we hadn't explored before. And it, it's like, like they say in a romantic relationship, like that a romantic relationship is a mirror. And I think that like your friendships can be quite the same way mm-hmm. um, if you're, if you're willing to look in into them enough yeah for sure and I love that too because I think that it really it just comes back down to people and I feel like that's part of what a lot of the opportunities I've been saying yes to recently is for the people and the experiences and the feelings and the knowledge and all the things that the people are going to bring me so it's so cool to think about friendship in that way where it's like connecting with someone new could take out a totally new level of you that maybe you hadn't really explored so of course it's a beautiful thing to have people with common interests spaces you know and all that stuff too um and you know to have similarities and whatever but it's actually also really cool to be able to explore like who else you can connect with maybe outside of a realm in which you would have initially thought and seeing what that brings out of you because you don't know until you know for a lot of things so if you're not exposed to a certain type of person or whatever really cool Okay, so everybody knows how much I absolutely love skincare and how much I hate when your skin is like dry and dehydrated and crackly. It's not cute. It's not cute at all. Brenda was just talking to me about how her skin's feeling extra dry, but we have found the solution because one of my favorite brands, The Way, has come out with two amazing new products to help keep us moisturized and hydrated during this cold, cold winter. I'm talking about The Way Melrose Place Body Cream and The Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser. I never really think about the cleanser that I'm using on my body, but it is so important to take care of our body just as much as we're taking care of the skin on our face. After all, our body is the biggest organ and we better take care of it. And I'm going to with the way Melrose Place Body Cleanser because it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It's skin softening. It has hydrating oils and it has high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil which I absolutely love and you can experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser your body your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. Go get slippery and hydrated, girl. Hydration looks good on you. Should we get the male perspective on what makes a good friend? Oh, I think that'd be so cool. Josh! Joshua! Can you come here for a second? We need your male opinion. Everybody, this is how do you want to be introduced? Oh, wow. What's going on? Yeah, how do you want to be introduced? Uh, Josh. Josh, what? Hey, Bran. Hi. Um, I feel like I've been on here before. <laughs> this feels familiar. Hi, it's Josh. Uh, 
I'm the I'm actually technically the producer of the network. The show is under, so yeah, I'm the senior producer of it, believe. I also have my own podcast. I've been on this podcast before and I'm Julia's roommate. There's like a lot to unpack here. I feel like me being here right now, this is how we're introducing me to have a male roommate. No, I've talked about it before. We should do a whole show on that, though. That would be so good. So funny. Oh, Ghost is here, too. Okay, we just want your opinion as a male. What do you think are, like, the key components to a really strong friendship? Well, depends, actually. Because you know my relationship with my friends. And I told I think I told you the story the other day. It was either my parents. That this girl came up to me and she's like, hey, do you like, you know, obviously, you know, my buddy Will. She's like, do you even like him? I was like, what are you talking about? It's like my best friend. She goes, the way you talk to each other is so mean and so intense and so rude. I was like, no, it's just the way we talk to each other. I'm like, oh, my college friends are really harsh with each other because we all have dark senses of humor and we all love each other so much that. Oh, yeah. But like call, call. Yeah. Call them at any time. Call them whenever you need. Like, it's just like the ultimate like, hey, have your back type thing of like. George is like my buddy George being like, hey, can someone get me from the airport? And me not being able to get him from the airport, I feel horrible. Right. Like I've let him down. So mm. you really don't, I feel you don't owe anything to anybody except your close friends and your family. So it's really just the sense of treating them like family, being able to, you know, do anything with them, comfortable silence, you know, finding similarities. Like my buddies, like I obviously work dabble in sports so much, but some of my closest friends don't even know anything, you know? Yeah. Well, they don't know nothing. So, I mean, there's so many components, but like just, you know, when someone walks in a room, when the girl like I like walks in a room, like, you know, your heart flutters type thing. And, you know, it's like, it, you know, it's like, you know, I feel like I told you about the situation, like, you know, like, like the you, people feel like the only people you love and have a crush on you people feel like that way. But I don't think that's the case. I think friends too. And it's just like not like a fluttery feeling. Oh. But like a feeling of like, oh, like when you walk into the kitchen, fun, I haven't seen you all day. And I know I get to like say something stupid to you and like make fun, <laughs> like have like good banter and like yeah. now I really get my day started. So like that excitement feeling almost like when your dog sees you for the first. Say, like, <laughs> yeah, when I see your dog, like, but like that's how it is. It's like every time I see like my homies come in, there's like I know I'm going to have great laughs and I know my mood is going to be uplifted. And I know, like, all of, like, the momentary things of, like, oh, this is tough at work. Or, like, that's not going my way. And, like, the little stuff that's wrong that we tend to magnify and blow up in your lives, all that dissipates. And then you're just there for what actually counts and actually matters. And so, yeah, like, the feeling if you're, like, you know, and you, when that feeling never goes away, that's a sign of a true friendship. Like, I still get excited to see like Alex or like Nick or like George or like Will or Zach, guys I see every day. Yeah. Mm. You like, yeah, if you like, you know, out here that make me feel good. Like, you know, when I, when Frank, I, my buddy Frank, who you know, I'm even going on, but like my buddy Frank, who you know, calls me, like we call each other every day. I still, I'm like, it's not like, oh, what do you need now? It's like a, what's going on? Like what bad bets do we make this weekend type or <laughs> where you make, it's not, not really me, honestly. Where he make this weekend, you know, what girls are you chasing? You know, what's going on? It's like, you could have told me yesterday and it's still like that level of excitement. So that's a sign of a true friendship. That's beautiful. Is that a good answer? Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, he, he, he can't hear me. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, hook of horns. Yeah. 
I'm going to go to the gym now <laughs> on, the, on that note. Ooh. You guys, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. These are comfy chairs to record in. I'm glad we have these. These are, these are that are not ours, honestly. But heck, who cares? Whatever. Whoops, they're here. No one else has ever sat on them. Oh, my God. It's so insightful. Oh, that was, thanks, Joshi. That was really great. It was. And, yeah, well, that was fun to get, like, a like another opinion on it because usually it's just me and Brenda giving our opinions but yeah, so no, a cameo and that was, those were a really good and I love what he said about like the the feeling excited when you see someone yeah, like, that is so true it's so true it really is because I think we we get really stuck in like the day-to-day and all the things and what we have to get done and all that stuff but it's really true for that feeling of of genuine excitement for just wanting you know what something as simple as what's going on Yep. I love yeah, I love that. But I feel like on that note, we should wrap up here. But yeah. if you haven't yet, please go listen to Thursday's episode with Black Girls Texting. We dive deep into all of the facets of this. And those girls are just amazing. So check them out if you haven't heard their show. And we love you. We love you guys. We love you, friends. Um, We will talk to you right. on Monday. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.